of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning. Love me. 
just somebody to get happy in here. Yeah! Yes, to the walk of blood. Come on, come on, give him some praise. Come on and give him a praise in here. Come on, come on, come on. How many know it was the blood? Put those things about hands together and say, I know it was the blood. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Just thank you. Good morning, Minister Hill. Good morning, Dr. Erica. Good morning, Ted Line. And glory be to God in the highest. I'm just yeah. I'm just still caught up, still giving him praise, still lifting his name. And I say, Father, glorify your own name in the earth. Every name, every nation, every tongue, every people for your own name's sake. For yeah. he is good. Thank yeah. you, Lord Jesus. He delivered me before all of you. And I just have to give him thanks. And I thank God for each and every one of you. Each and every one. Thank God. Thank God. I, I wanted to tell you something else that happened in the hospital before I go into uh, communion. I had a doctor, and uh, the power of God had come in that room, both rooms that I was in. He would stand back, and he would talk to me, and he would approach me with his stethoscope to listen. He would barely touch that thing on my chest, and he'd back up. He backed up so quick, and I'm looking, what is this? And then it happened again. He stood off another day, and he talked to me about what was going on with my body. Then he tried to come close to me to touch me with that stethoscope, and he backed up. He barely put it to my skin, and he backed up. God would not let this man touch me. He would not let him touch me. Even the day he discharged me, he didn't even try. He didn't even try to come close to me. God is awesome. <laughs> God is awesome. He is so awesome. I just wanted to, to share that with you because I, I get a little chuckle out of it every now and then. But I know for whatever reason God saw, he wouldn't let this man touch me. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank Hallelujah. You, be ye glorified in this earth. Yes, God. First Corinthians eleven twenty three through 26. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. 
this do in remembrance of me. same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Hallelujah, Jesus. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. A prophetic act. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. For laying down your life for me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You finished? Yes, ma'am. You don't have nothing else to say? <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I got so much to say. I was sitting up writing stuff down this morning. It's just God is doing a great work. He's doing an awesome work. And he's not doing it because of us. He's doing it because he is the one to be glorified in this earth above all principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness and high play. God is God, and the devil can't do no more than he allows. So he's going to show himself. He's going to expose some people and some things, and I'm glad about it because that means Jesus is just that much closer to being here, to coming for his bride. Yeah. Glad. Me too. (laughs) Jesus. Come on, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Yes, I I just got a joy. I just got a joy. I, I can't get over what he's done for me. And, and and I see other things happening, and we hear mm-hmm. them on this TED line, and, mm-hmm. and, and I see people around me that, that ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. They're just silent because they're in a dead church. There's no life there. Oops. Oops. And I hate yeah. it. I regret it that mm-hmm. they don't see the power of God moving in this earth, even when it's right before because he's moving. Everybody talking about this pandemic. Pandemic got the bow When they first named it COVID-19 I said thank you Lord They gave it a name Now it's got to bow down to the name of Jesus That's right Got the bow Hallelujah Praise yes, you ma'am. Thank you Lord Thank you Jesus oh, Thank yes. you Lord And every part of my body was in place Many people died and never saw this day So another day I live, I appreciate Don't ever wanna act too high and mighty Cause tomorrow I can fall down on my face So in everything, Lord, I give you praise And I put a smile on my face Lord, I thank you for sunshine Thank you for rain Thank you for pain, it's a beautiful day, beautiful day, beautiful day. 
for joy. Thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day.
so I was attempting to do somebody a favor. And in attempting to do them a favor, there was these weird kind of demonic manifestations. I'm looking at the person, and then I'm dealing with all these other unusual uh, demonic problems. And then God is talking to me about a new era. So if you notice, I started into witchcraft. Now, I generally figure if somebody asks me for deliverance and to pray deliverance with them, if God says, okay, uh, I do it and I, I follow God's lead. So, yeah, Brother Robert. Oh, those of you on the blog talk, you, you can't see what I post. I posted relational, effective, demonic conflict. Relational, effective, demonic conflict. And I probably need to, um, I probably need to see how I posted it on Tedline.com. And I probably need to take a look at what I put up there. Uh, so give me a minute. But anyway, I'm going to put Tedline.com up here. Because I was, I was um, updating the website. Okay, on the on um on tedline.com I put last section you'll see that I added. I put spiritual warfare reality relational effective conflict. That's what I wrote on the on the on the on the tedline.com. Spiritual warfare reality, relational, effective conflict. So the only thing different, God told me, demonic conflict. Since I put that, and I hadn't had a chance to go back. So, um, Brother Robert just added, effective conflict is the disagreement that focuses on individuals or personal issues. Now, person said to me, they came up to me and said, I wish you wouldn't put this on your headline. I said, well, now wait a minute. A sum total of a lot of different people. I said a ten line is a teaching line. Number one. And I said, you must think an awful lot of yourself 
to think I have to put you on the tagline. Well, there was something I said that that uh, I learned in their deliverance, but I learned it like a year or two ago. And uh, I said, mm. so then I began, it had started about uh, uh, some days ago. You see, if you come around me, if you if you spend one night, if you sleep one night around me, God's gonna show me what's in you. I'm sorry, He's just gonna show me because I am anointed for that. It's a big difference than start reading books and got to go by somebody else's um, experience. Plus. I keep telling people God gave me an exorcism and God delivered me from legion, thousands of demons. And so this this particular individual, I'm not even thinking. I'm just thinking, man, they they starting to vex me. And it and it and it didn't stop. I don't even know. How many of you know what gaslighting is? (laughs) Individual tried gaslighting. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, wait a minute. This is elementary school. Gaslighting? They came in, and now you got to understand this. I'm very familiar with this demon. I see one facet of it. Still not thinking because the person has said, take me through deliverance. And I had said to myself, God, when you tell me, I will. Until you tell me, I won't. And this is the reason for this. If I take people through deliverance based on my knowledge, then I'm their deliverer and knowledge is what is getting them delivered. Well, I used to do that years ago. That that doesn't work. I take people through deliverance strictly as I'm led to by the Holy Spirit, and Jesus does the delivering. So God had already showed me a vision of this thing of this spirit trying to walk in me. How many of you are familiar with walking spirit? And I stopped it. I stopped it. So I said, okay, God, here I go again trying to help somebody to my own detriment. And what I mean by my own detriment is I know when you come around me, I know I'm going to have to deal with your demons. And I accept that. But this is the hard part right here. When you have to deal with a person and they don't know or recognize they have demons because they think that they have risen above their demons. 
They just don't know. It's like when I wrote that little book, you can uh, you can be born a witch and not know it. So I'm th- I'm always going to give the person the benefit of the doubt. But when the Lord allows, the first time when I saw it, I said, okay, that might be because this is their first time, you know, so I'm going to just deal with it. It was trying to walk in. I stopped it, bound it up, backed it up. I'm not going to ever bind up a human spirit, because I mean a person's spirit, because we're not supposed to do that. And we're not supposed to bind up nobody's soul either, or only demons. So then, this thing started trying to take over. Now, I'm talking to you spiritually. I'm not talking in the natural. Because as I'm looking at it, as I'm looking at it, I'm 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 trying to determine is this intent? Is this happening with intent? Which means which would have meant I have a witch right here in my um influence that is trying to take my soul captive. And you see when you sleeping in the same house or under the same roof with a person, that 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 spirit and that spirit in them can, can come out, get up and walk out of them and roam. And as it's roaming, it can do a lot of damage. So I say, God said to me, do not do any deliverance. This thing is working me overtime. And you probably don't realize, but I go to bed very early. Normally, I'm up at 3.34 in the morning. So about Nine o'clock. I'm 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 in I'm I'm resting. I'm in I'm going to sleep. Or sometimes ten or eleven. So from four in the morning till ten or nine or at ten at night, that's a lot of hours. So this spirit manifesting through this purpose was starting to vex me. Put the word vex. The definition of vex. You ain't never heard that word before. And then I got some other people with some pretty serious stuff. I mean, I have people whose lives, very lives, are in danger. So therefore, I try to keep my own life as simple as possible. Simple. I don't engage in anything but my word, the Bible, deliverance, and uh, trying to keep up with God, what he's showing me and revealing for this new era. So this spirit 
make someone feel annoyed, frustrated, worried, especially with trivial matters. Okay? Spirits are vexing me. A couple of things happen that I really didn't like. And it, it's almost as if it happened so that the spirit would have the ability to vex me even more. Now, I'm not the easiest person to live around because I see demons, I see spirits, I see the very condition of a person's heart if they're around me. And the other thing I can see, I can see lies. I know you probably don't think that's normal. I can see lies. I can see when a person is lying, just like I can smell lust. And the person didn't have any reason to lie to me about anything. But then they start lying. But I'm still not getting it. Listen, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. So finally they tried the vexation and the gaslighting. Now, as I say, gaslighting is kindergarten with me. Then God allows other circumstances and situations to come up very serious. And so when the people came, when the family, a whole family came, state of Pennsylvania, husband and the father got up out of his wheelchair and stood up. In the midst of all of this, he stood up in his wheelchair. It was um it was it was it was a it was faith healing. It wasn't a miracle. It was a miracle to them to see him stand up, but it was faith and healing. Working. So then they went back to their hotel room, and that's when God gave me about the form of witchcraft with the attitude, temper, temperament, and all that. And so I asked the mom to come back by herself. God said He was going to minister to the mom. And he was going to anoint the mom with a gift of healing that she already had, but but had been through witchcraft uh, caged and through not knowing the truth. So the mom came back, and that's when I told you about the 65 witches manifesting. But there was something 
from the person I was trying to help. Okay? Manifesting. Whenever the devil gets close to the fire, one of two things is going to happen. The devil going to succumb or the devil going to make the person run. It ain't no in-between. The devil is going to either come under subjection to God or the devil is going to make the person run. But the thing that I really liked about this person is whenever they get themselves together, they're going to be a good, strong, disciplined deliverance minister. But there's something I know, and that's just what I told you. When it comes down to the wire, what are they going to do? Are they going to run or are they going to stay? And I got plenty of experience with that. So, and remember, I also came, I also talked about hidden agendas. You see, God is not going to allow the enemy to get no one up on you ever. Sometimes he will be having, he will have you to wait so that he can give you understanding of the full picture. But the devil will never win over Jesus. It is impossible. So, finally, I just could not take it anymore. And, and this is, and I know, and I know it was God because they came and rang my doorbell about, I don't know, it had to be around midnight or 11, I don't know. All I know is I never heard it. I never heard it. God let me rest and I never heard it. I never heard it. And so they they were fetching me continuously. The the devil. Or the spirit, leave it like that, in the person. So finally the Holy Spirit said, Oh, see, the people from Pennsylvania, that it, it it's all inner working here. After I took the mom through deliverance, and the mom, I lay, as it was over, you know, I lay hands on some people and some I don't, some I don't have to, depending on the degree and the level of the faith in the person. But if there's something God wants to impart, I'm definitely going to lay hands. Or if God wants that person, come into his realm and actually come up to the throne room of God, I will lay hands. So God had me lay hands on the mom, just me and the mom in here. I think Jose was recording all this. Were you, Jose? Yes. Thank you. I'm so happy. Jose recorded all this so that the mom could have it. And 
I just walked toward the mom lightly, lightly extended my hand, and the mom went out under the power of God on the floor. The mom had a manifestation. The mom was taken up to Jesus. And she and Jesus had an encounter. And I want her to come on the blog talk as soon as she can. She works um, this time, I think. Anyway, I just left her alone because her and Jesus were together and Jesus took her to heaven and Jesus showed her some things. Jesus talked to her and Jesus anointed her for what he told me he was going to use her to do. When 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 she got up, the Lord said, tell her, uh, she said, I'm going back to the hotel, I'm going to get my daughters and my husband. Well, I thought they were going to stay another day, but they were leaving. And God said to me, you tell them to go home now, that you're not praying for another person. You tell them to go home, and you tell husband. I want him to respect his wife. I want him to treat his wife like I treat the church. I want her daughters to learn how to respect their elders. I want them to learn some manners. I want them to learn of me. Tell them, go home and learn of me. So, I said, wow, God. They came back. I walked out to church and met him in the parking lot. No, I let him walk in because God wanted me to see the oldest daughter. I looked at the oldest daughter. I saw what God wanted me to see, what God wanted me to pray for. And I said, I'm not praying for y'all. God wants y'all to start driving home while it's still daylight. I did not pray for them. They got back in their van and headed back to Pennsylvania. Then God came to me and said, you see how I had you make them go home, go back home <clears throat> and get to know me and prepare to meet me? He said, how can you do that with them with, with what you got in my house. Here, right here. He was talking about the person. So I told the person, I said, you got to go. You got to leave here. Sorry. And that's when they kind of started the gaslighting, thinking I was mad. Or I was, it, it was a trick. And once they left, I'm going to tell you what happened. When they left, God began to show me relational, effective, demonic conflict. I said, okay, God. He said, you were dealing with the demons of an altar. And the demons were so embedded in the altar. Oh, yeah, another thing. The reason I did not do the tagline, and you don't have to ever worry about this, 
I will never, ever, in 36 years of ministry, I have never allowed a demon to transfer or use me to transfer or use the tagline to transfer on another person. So I told the person, I said, let me tell you what. I said, I'm going to shut this chain line down. I'm going to help you get out of here. Now, this very minute, and I did. And it really hurt me to my heart to have to do it. It hurt me to my heart to have to tell those people. I could not pray with them. But the apostle said it better than me. It is better for me to obey God than to obey man. I will not, because I know, put not your trust in the arm of flesh. I know that the devil will use people the same way when the devil wants to harm a minister uh, uh, an anointed man or woman of God, he's going to use a person or persons, plural. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. I might be. But I'd rather be crazy for Christ and in obedience than crazy for the world. And disobedience. So then the demon really manifested. Woo! It manifested. And I was able to watch it. They thought I was looking at them. I wasn't looking at them. I wasn't listening to them. I was listening to what God was saying. I was looking at what God was doing. And then the moment they drove off, God said, the demon is so deeply embedded into the altar that the person has no and doesn't desire any cognitive um, recognition or understanding of how it works. Said, what? But yeah. He said, this is relational affective demonic conflict. I said, so I said, so explain it to me. He said, Well, remember the person asked you to take them through deliverance? I said, Yeah. He said, That was not the person. That was the demon. I said, Well, why would a demon? Asked me to take the person to deliver. The demon wants out of that body. The demon wants into another body. Because the person is so stubborn and rebellious that they don't even know. They make mistakes. They can't think. They don't have memory. Because the demon is so integrated into the altar, and the altar has the core personality shut down. 
I said, well, you know, God, it seemed to me like if you take them through deliverance, he said, "Uh -uh." (coughs) uh-uh. He said, that demon is bound in that body. But if you lose it, without the car being free, it's free to roam. (coughs) I said, that's how they roam. That's how they do that. I said, God, I've been asking you for that answer. For 25 years. He said, you got it. He said, and furthermore, finish that binder. He said, but first you need to rest. And you need to, he said, I stopped the demons in your flesh. Because it was coming after your soul. I said, okay. He said, that's why the attack was so heavy. From shamans and wizards and sorcerers. And that's what I've been dealing with the past couple of weeks. He said, but this one here was supposed to finish you off. I said, I, excuse me. I said, was it, was, was it intentional? He said, whether it's intentional or not, if they have a hidden agenda, or a wrong agenda, it's wrong. Wow. Okay. I said, what am I supposed to do today then? He said, rest. So I said, okay. Okay. So yesterday, the rest of the day, I rested in Christ. Oh, yeah, I had to do one more thing. He said, I need you to bracket right now. I need you to bracket so I can show you some things. Now, I taught most of you about bracketing. So I bracketed. And I saw some and I dealt with it in prayer. He said, now, you need to finish up some of those books you got hanging. Because I just taught you about relational, effective, demonic conflict. And you overcame it. You passed. You passed. Brothers and sisters, I think I studied, I read a book. There's a movie, as a matter of fact. If you want, huh? Oh, that's a bird. Um, Jose, see if you can find that movie about gaslighting. It was it was made in the 1930s. If you don't know what gaslighting is, you need to, because remember in this new era, Different people have studied witchcraft for different reasons. And they don't call it witchcraft. They call it succeeding or how to be successful or how to manipulate or whatever. I got a podcast up there somewhere about bracketing. See if you can find it, Jessica. 
But these are things that I have taught, and I'm going to do some very in-depth because this was that I did not know to the to the level or to the degree that a demon in an altar can be out and working and manifesting itself through the physical body of a human being. And because you're not aware of the altar, because the altar has skillfully, skillfully integrated itself into the personality of the individual, that the demon in the altar can be working and manifesting and be out. And then when the demon goes back in, the person really has no, no awareness of the level of damage that the demon has done, that the altar personality has done. The demon in the altar personality, it's almost like the demon in the altar personality could commit a murder and the core personality would not be aware of it. O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson. Thank you, Jose. Um, uh, Deborah. Deborah. Deborah Allen said it came needing a favor, and played through the act of kindness to inflict spiritual harm. And that's exactly what it is. That that is exactly what its intent was to do. Do a hidden agenda. Now I know they're gonna call me up and say, because they already said, don't tell my business on your deadline. I said the teacher deadline. Hey, call your name. I didn't even I didn't even mention the fact that the person had familiars operating to him too. Are they a bad person? Nope. They were just born into a family of pagans. And and tomorrow I'm not I don't have time now. When I go through this booklet, this this, this binder, I'm gonna break this all down to you. Cause I got three tabs in this binder and this was the third title God gave me. Put this in the um, put this in the chat room. Yes. It is DID but it's DID from a completely spiritual perspective. So you have the physical aspect, the psychological aspect, and the spiritual aspect of it. And this is where this is where I started. I started, God told me this. He said, You stop the devil from the mountaintop. You stop the devil from the mountaintop. The devil 
from the mountaintop. And then um, most of this info is on my web, on one of my websites, because I went back to my unmasking the lies and stopping the devil today. It's already out there, but I went back and added added to it, and um, and I had to go to my other website. Erica Tedline destroys hidden oppression. Hidden oppression. And then God just broke it down to hidden oppression. You stop the devil from the mountaintop. God said you'll never ever touch him from the valley. <laughs> you'll never defeat him from the valley. Even although God is the God of the mountaintop, God is the God of the valley. But God say, you defeat the devil from the mountaintop. Come out of the valley. Come out of the valley. Great day. It's a great day. You defeat the devil from the mountaintop. That is how General Sherman developed total war and total warfare. And that is where God took me, Virgil and Jose, when we stood on the same spot where God gave General Sherman the battle plan to defeat the South. Now, that same person could be delivered now from a distance, from a distance, because now I know what their real problem is. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crazy enough to fight the devil being stupid. Or ignorant. It doesn't work. Only God can win at that. And and all he just needs sometimes is for you to have a little knowledge. Just a little. Because his power is is what's effective. Just like the power that came upon that lady as she was laying on this floor. In in heaven. Being anointed by God. A whole household, excuse me, a whole household has changed. Where her husband only did a two-step here, he now is getting off the bed, doing a two-step to his own wheelchair and sitting down in it. Next one is going to be a one step completely out of it. All I can assure you of is that God is good and his goodness prevails forever. The children of Israel had to go to war. 
under the direction of God. Under the strategy and information by his own Holy Spirit manifesting in you and me, we cannot lose to the master key. Obey God. Obedience to God. You won't lose. God says, shut it down. Come aside with me. I need to tell you something. I need to show you something. Then you can progress. Remember, a week ago, I was talking about peaks and summits. Got to pass by the peaks. Don't get stuck on the peaks. Ascend to the summit, brothers and sisters. You don't have to understand everything, but you got to understand that it is God instructing you to do it. That's all you got to understand, but you got to understand that thoroughly. Then, just like Mary told those men at the at the wedding, whatever he tells you to do, whatever he tells you to do, do it. cannot lose. And won't nobody around you lose. Watch out. Watch out for them devils that know everything. Watch out for them devils. That, and that's what they are. Even if they got to work through an altered personality. Watch out for them. Watch out for them. What did Jesus say? Watch and pray. What do you care what it looks like to the world? You're not here to please the world. You're not even of the world. You're in it, but you're not of it. And it's all right. It's all right to be different. It's all right to be God-led. It's all right to be God-inspired. It's all right to be influenced by God. You cannot fail. You cannot fail. I'm back. I'm back. And I ain't got no gaslighting demons. I ain't got no domination, manipulation, control, which equals witchcraft, operating in me. Because the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. It is God 
is God and God alone. That you want to be blessed by. Because it is a blessing in perpetuity. You're blessed in this life and in the one to come. I'm happy. Like Minister Hill said, I'm happy. I'm happy this morning. As soon as I can get these books written up, you will have them. But remember, relational, effective demonic conflict always comes when the enemy brings somebody right next to you, right beside you. See you tomorrow on the deadline. This is a song that my father-in-law wrote. The title of the song is You Keep On Blessing Me. Over and over again. Come on, y'all. Over and over again. Here we go. Come Let's on. try this copy of hands. Come on. Thank you.
Keep on. 